This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed, and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unboxed edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I'm joined here today by Gabriel Bringers. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Look at him perk up. Caught me unaware. And Robbie Payne. <laughs> What's up, guys? So I know this is a um, this is a, a a podcast about Chromebooks and Google stuff, uh, but we got to. That's delir- all we ever talk about. <laughs> yeah, we never we never we deviate. never leave those two things. But ever. This, but this is serious, and we. Oh, I wasn't going there yet. We'll go there in a second. I was saying. No, I was talking about the new golf thing we were going to buy. Oh well, that that that's too. serious. Oh, I just about hit a golf ball through a window <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> just yeah, and uh, it, that is not hyperbole. Nope, that like, is. I thought I thought my hole in the ceiling tile was bad, but I come in and uh, Robbie says, yeah. "Hey, look what Joe did." <laughs> yeah. So here's what happened. <laughs> and now we've all done something real goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. We, we. You know what? Wait. Before I say that, <laughs> yours almost got the window. Mine's didn't not it? my fault. No, no, no. the net True. broke. I hit the center of the net too many times. I just so happened and I to punched a hole in it. I just so twice happened to find a a weird gap to go through. Robbie got a new. You awesome, got to tell him how though. Yeah, Robbie got a new <laughs> awesome pad. Uh, what yes. is it called? So the flight uh, deck. It's fiber so guilt. It's fiber fiber, fiber built. Guilt. Here's that the, G again. Fiber built. They make they make super nice uh, full blown mats or whatever but they've got this new thing called the flight deck it's like an oval shaped version and you can get it for like 50 bucks but on its own it's super slick on the bottom that like you can't put it many places so they make this practice i think it's just a practice station yeah, is what an it's alignment called thing yeah it's a lot it's, of cool tools really it's, it's cool. neat it's it's fantastic especially for this use case it's great um really heavy duty uh, and that's the, the fiber belt fibers that make up their pad are, are rated for 300,000 swings. Like, yeah, so we figured out yesterday we, we've still got uh, probably 299,000. <laughs> um, um, I'd say 800 and 
Oops. Yeah, but well, you got, take your putts out though, because they don't take really, your putts. Yeah. Take your chips. Well, I mean, I guess you got to count your chips. Yeah, but so, so, between rounds, yeah, yeah, I hit. I hit a but lot of golf it's, balls. It's a dope, golfer, It's a very yeah. nice new it's awesome. setup. It's heavy. It's as just get a little. Out. It's a little different. Standing up, addressing the ball. You're standing on a rubber mat. We've been hitting off of like turf mats. Yeah. And it's just a little different. So I was thinking probably a little bit more about my swing than I do normally. Like I was stepping up, addressing the ball and being like, where are my feet? What am I doing? What what are these lines? Oh, my foot's there. Oh, like you're just thinking about a little bit. Yeah. More. There's definitely some, some awareness so, going on. So going I, I yeah. wear vans most days. So I had my vans on. They're slick on the bottom. They're flat. But this thing's pretty darn... It's tacky. Pretty darn tacky. Like, with my normal tennis shoes on, man, my foot does not move. Yeah. I it's thought great. about it Well, more we have it. to preempt this, though. Joe is torquey. I, I, I have a lot of torque in my face. I have a lot of torque in my swing. Not Working to be confused on. with torquey. <laughs> <laughs> torquey. He has a torquey. very torquey swing. I, I torquey McTorquey. Torques his waist, and that's not bad for a small th- person. You yeah. have you smack the ball, and I, so. and I have a fairly wide stance. And I think what happened? Oh, you do not have a wide stance. Well, my back foot was maybe you what, should like, widen my, your stance. Yeah, that's probably when it. <laughs> when I'm hitting my drives, it's kind of wide. Mm, not no. not so much. No. Anywho, you have a very narrow. No, stance. you watched my, this guy we were watching earlier. I mean, he look was at me. like he was doing the like, splits. <laughs> my stance, I'm at the edge of that mat when I'm. So my driver. back foot was fairly close to the edge. Yeah, which I don't know why because the T on the driver was maybe up. for that one. You didn't. I didn't. You just had it back. I don't know. Because I was hitting the driver. I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. I took my swing and my back foot completely slipped. Like, like I almost, almost he fell. almost did it. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. I, fell. I thought you were gonna fall down. And it hit the very top end of my club, the driver. Yeah. And so it went straight up. Well, this mat that we or this uh, Spornia net that we have catches n- nearly everything, but there is a tiny little gap on the top left corner where. The one screen comes up, and the overhang screen is there, but there's a little gap right there. And he found uh, it. And I found that hole, and there is a very large window to the left of our setup right now. I'm looking at it. Uh, I missed it by about three inches. Yeah, what, it was eight feet yeah. tall, those windows, probably? Yeah, big windows. Yeah. yeah. Big tall. windows. It hit the wall, bounced off the wall, hit the, hit the, hit ceiling. the ceiling. Well, when it hit the ceiling... We're in an old historic building, and there's brick above our drop ceiling. So the brick crumbles and falls onto these uh, this drop ceiling. So when it hit it, it rumbled. It was like, Shh. yeah, you heard. Just and some of the I was dust. like, I was looking down because I just about fell. That's all I heard, and I looked over really slowly, expecting to see the window shattered. Yeah, and uh, luckily that didn't happen. It didn't. So. And honestly, and it's it's. That's the first time we've had a miss in the net with a driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like mine, the ones that went through the net for me was in the other room, and it was an eight iron. Like I don't know how an eight iron. Like, well, I think we figured out we were just hitting a little bit too close to that net, maybe too much. But we, I went through well, it twice. Yeah, it was two bad. new nets. Yeah. Um, we didn't same have the thing room too. To spread out, in and there. it literally went through the door that connected to the next room up and hit the ceiling tile, probably yeah. a foot or so away from the window in there yeah. too. So. I might might invest in a bigger setup. Yeah, so we're thinking yeah. about maybe getting a bay. Um, just we'll you know, the, uh, it's they're they're reasonably priced if you know where to go. So, yeah, uh, so we'll see. We'll it see. Was, yeah. It was a little scary, but uh, it was. Uh, it was in all of these where we've had golf balls go outside of the net, uh, it's less violent than I would expect it to be. Yeah, like yeah, you would that think, one man, hits, that the ball would just it, go all over the place and it'd be hitting stuff. And it was like nah. it hit that ceiling, it hit off the wall, hit the ceiling tile, and mm. it kind of landed and rolled across the floor. And yeah. I'm like. 
Yeah, it lost. Yeah, because mine, we I was I was hitting a full sand wedge, I think. Yeah, and we didn't pull the net. We knew we had to pull the net forward for and that, that was that shot. Little, that was a little seven foot tall yeah. net. It's, and, and it just dragged. It just. Down it just like I mean, half. I do have. A, I pop my shots up a lot. It just went straight up, hit the ceiling, and like he said, it was literally just like. Yeah, it made a complete hole in the ceiling tile, but the ball came back down. I'm yeah. surprised it didn't just go through. Stay up. It. It's yeah. just yeah. up there. Yeah, it's part of the building so, now. So, anywho, that's the that's the that's this week's news as far as our golf simulator goes. Yeah. Uh, we're excited. <laughs> we're going to play some golf out in uh, Las Vegas at CES. Hopefully, going to meet up uh, with the fellow creator and uh, play some golf with him. And more to come on that. Yeah, I, I want to do a challenge. Yeah, we're gonna saw, make a big deal. Uh, I don't about know it. if you saw Brad was down here earlier. <laughs> we yeah, heard we him, and yeah. then I ran downstairs to catch him, and he'd already left. So I, t- I told him, I was like, "Dude, you got to go." He had a dentist appointment, so he said he uh, may come back later oh, today. Novocaine, yeah, we won't. and ready to play. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll we, be, I'll be here. You yeah. drugged up and ready. So the other thing, the other thing I was getting at right at the beginning was mm-hmm. our new MacBook Pro got delivered. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who doesn't know, we still edit all of our videos on Mac because uh, we kind of have to. And with our workflow, the size of the files and everything, we can't do that sort of workflow on a Chromebook. Hopefully that will start to change. Start to. It's still going to be a fusion, thing. Like when Luma Fusion goodness here yeah, in the think future. Think about Chromebooks. Like you, it's yeah. the right tool for the right thing. Yeah, and, exactly. And that video, heavy video editing yeah, isn't not, the not, right thing. Not the right thing right now, but we got our new one delivered, and so I'm getting yeah. it set up. They have a new migration assistant to where basically I launched that over on the Mac Mini. Oh, nice. I launched it over on the Mac Mini, and then I, you, you launched this tool on, the Mac, uh, on your other one that you want to copy from, and then you started on the new one, and it copied over everything. So that's dope. And that screen is. I didn't yeah. copy Gorgeous. the desktop because the desktop had a bunch of projects on it, but, but it's sitting there. It, it took to 20 minutes, in. which I'm actually going to for the lib. Yeah. For Mac, that's really good. Oh my gosh, Robbie. And Robbie shoved Jesus it in Christ. the floor. Apple Care. <laughs> boy. Robbie just went to close the lid and just about shoved the new Mac. Does it have it might have things on the on yeah. the feet. Or just my desk is dirty. Um That's terrible. Yeah, that's not good. I never put anything over there on that side of my desk, so it probably is a little dusty, but still. That's strange. All right. Well, there you go. If Don't you're buying a MacBook, the Mac. yep. it's not going to grip that well. Apparently not. That's super weird. Yeah. Some command strips on the strange. bottom. <laughs> yeah, that was strange. I, I, yeah. For the price of those things, you expect everything to be. Perfect. Oh, it, ha- it should be. We talk about that all the time. Like it price, be. price informs how picky you get about oh, Chromebooks. 100%. Like it informs this when you yeah. spend that much money on a Just device. Everything should be. Everything perfect. should be absolutely perfect, and the feet sliding like that—that's no good. Which my desk is like. Maybe once they get yeah. worked in a little bit. But I'm like out of the Still. gate. like, Yeah, that's th- weird. That one these doesn't ones, move. These I ones are kind of like that too. These ones are hard. It's hard yeah. plastic. Yeah. I'm that's like, weird. What is that about? That's Anywho. dumb. Um, so, Fix it, Apple. So yeah. So there's. <laughs> yeah, right. So there's one other thing that we've, uh, that we've got to address. Um, for any of you all that don't know, uh, we are located in central Kentucky. And this is where all three of us were born and raised. Michael's down in Florida, but the three partners, people that started Chrome Unboxed, we are from Central Kentucky. And last weekend, there was the worst uh, tornadic event. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, sure. It was a a tornado event, and and I'm sure you've probably heard about it. It's been all over the news. Uh, President Biden came to Mm -hmm. Western Kentucky 
and assess some of the damage. And then it's it it, it is um, unlike anything I've ever seen. Um, and for everyone that has been down there and seen it, has basically said the same thing. Uh, took out basically one little downtown, just completely flattened it basically, um, and and just a ton of destruction. Not just Kentucky. There were some other hmm. other states that it went through. They're calling it the Quad State because it went through four different states. Two yeah. two hundred seventy three miles. This tornado traveled. Yeah. So longest, uh, if they confirmed it, it's the longest land contact of a tornado <laughs> tornadic event yeah. in history. But yeah, it, and almost it all of it was in our state. Two yeah, third, like, two thirds. So from the western tip to north of us so it traveled northeast let's say how many it was like 200 and some odd miles in 70, kentucky yeah. wasn't it? oh the, yeah it was like crazy, two, 220 yeah. in kentucky alone if you, so it wasn't if, yeah if you look at a map you can google it and you can find the maps all over the place if you look at the path of the tornado you will see a area where it it broke free of ground and it ah, which was heading right towards us basically that is where we are yeah. it literally jumped right over top of us yeah. so which which we've talked about where we live is up on a uh, quite elevated a, a pretty yeah. large hill basically this area this entire area they call it something glendale hill is right next to yeah. us so um, but um but yeah just just some in, uh, crazy destruction obviously um, I, they're still figuring out the total count um, of of deaths from this, but obviously, I it because I'm writing up a post. Uh, we'll explain why here in a second. But uh, 77 right okay. now is where yeah, it's at. At one point, which they is were lower than what yeah was expected. At, there was one. If you've seen the news, you've probably heard about the candle factory. There was a candle factory in uh, in uh, is it Maysville? Mayfield. 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, Maysville's and, east. Yeah, I was like, I know there's a Maysville, but yeah, Mayfield. And it basically flattened this uh, candle factory. And at one point, they were saying there was going to be a lot of fatalities there. Thankfully, that doesn't uh, seem to be the case. I have a colleague that I'm on a commission with, and and he was down there making some deliveries and said that as of right now, it's somewhere in the four to five, six fatalities is what they're Which is wild. Which they were. There they was 100 expect, plus people yeah, in that They factory. were expecting four dozen minimum yeah. when it first happened. Yeah. So. Which, you know, all of the cell service wasn't working. They had no way of communicating. And so they had to kind of prepare for the worst there. Um, but yeah, this just hit uh, really close to home. And, and as Gabe said, if you look at the map, um, it was heading... Not necessarily right at E Town, but it would have probably hit E Town. But it was heading right towards like where no, my mom yeah, lives. Northern it, Hardin County. It's Northern Hardin County. About twenty miles north of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when it got close Could've enough, or that because it was wild watching the weather and seeing, you know they 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 call it a debris ball uh, mm-hmm. on the radar because it's got so much debris in it. Like it shows up <laughs> as can, like this little blue circle. They like can you see it. it. Yeah. Uh, and so it's this clear thing, and it never stopped. Like no. it just they kept tracking this thing, and it's yeah. like. There this was, is bizarro town. Oh, there's stuff and, being found in my hometown of Meade County, which is kind of right where it was heading, a little bit oh, north yeah. of us. It would have it would have hit and, a lot of uh, your family. Yeah, <laughs> and there's folks going out on their farms and finding family photos and stuff from hundreds from from Western miles, Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, hundreds of miles away. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, we we obviously know that our audience and our community uh, that that. That follow along with everything that we do is is global. Um, we have we have readers and listeners and people that watch our YouTube channel from all over the world. But this this has hit really 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 close to home for us. And so, as part of that, we are partnering with a local nonprofit. Uh, it's actually a nonprofit that I kind of helped get started called Give Two Seven O, and we're partnering with them to do a tornado relief fund. Basically, um, as as all of this has happened, we've been in contact with 
you know, local people in the area that, that are in need because the other thing that happened was the main tornado hit, but then south there was another tornado that hit and it hit uh, Bowling Green, which is um, just a little bit south of here. And obviously my little brother goes to school there. It's it's close. There's a lot of uh, uh, friends and family that we know down there. And as we've been in contact with folks, it seems like the number one need right now. They got a ton of bottled water. They've gotten a lot of the basic supplies. What they need right now is cash and gift cards, basically, because the banks there's these banks are going to be closed for a while. There's right. no way that people can access any of their any of their cash. Um, and so it seems like the most immediate need right now is just is just cash and gift cards. Um, and so what Give Two Seven O has done is they've set up a fund where um, it's basically the, the, this money is going straight to the school resource officers in um, these areas that have been affected. Those school resource officers are, their job is working with families to figure right. out need. So they know the need. And, you know, especially as we get into the holiday season, you know, I mean, how many people had all of their Christmas presents, um, you know, tore to pieces. Oh, yeah. um, and so, just if, if, if you're in a position, um, if you are able and willing, um, any sort of donation that you'd be willing to make, we're getting the article out today. So we've basically set up a separate page for uh, Chrome Unbox, and we're going to be doing this fund through through Chrome Unboxed in partnership with Give270. And, and if you're in any position to be able to help out, um, it could go a really long right. way. Yeah, yeah. and the, and uh, you you can see their website too. But Give Two Seven O they they are they do weekly uh, things for different nonprofits, whatever. But mm-hmm. they they are they are primo what that what they do, and every bit of your donation is going to go directly to yeah. help them. It's tax deductible. They they will handle this, and yeah. uh, like you said, there's a lot of ongoing stuff. It's amazing to see. I can, just the town we live in alone. What, what's E-Town proper? 40,000? Oh, yeah. We're small. Know. We're a small oh, no, town. It's, it's yeah. getting up there yeah. now, but yeah, but not a big town. Just seeing, like, I used to work for a, an automotive group here. All of the, they have five dealerships here in town. They have already sent, like, I think seven or eight tractor trailers yeah. down there. And yeah. and you're talking, like, the CEO of Swope Automotive, who was Time Magazine car sale dealer, dealer of, the of the year a few years ago driving a box truck down to Mayfield mm-hmm. to deliver stuff. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. the response has been amazing, but the need is so great. It yeah, is, the, so. the the, the um, structural damage, uh, they haven't even tried to start calculating. No, um, I was trying to find that earlier, and I, I couldn't find anything saying, giving us any kind of number at this point. I mean, yeah, they said, I think it was Dawson Springs, so that's a smaller town around Mayfield or something. Uh they said 80% of the town, so they're talking businesses, homes, everything, yeah. 80% of the town is gone. Yeah. Like, it's not, oh, we can rebuild. It's gone. Yeah. Well, so- today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. Oh, uh, yeah. the Like I was saying, the colleague that I have that was down there, we had a meeting the other night and he was showing some photos and stuff and 
the downtown area, although some of the buildings are still standing, structurally they are um, they're going to have to bulldoze them. Structurally, they're not going to be able to rebuild. Right. Uh, so much of the downtown is going to come down. But then obviously all of the residential damage. I mean, you look at so many of these homes that are literally flattened. I mean, yeah. they're, they're just yeah. not there anymore. Yeah. Um, and this this path of this tornado and this storm, uh, just it's 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 yeah still a little lost for words yeah it's wild um and so yeah if if there's anything that you can do to help out um there's uh, there's other funds out there i think the state set up a fund yeah tornado relief um you know obviously the the federal government has come in and is think has fema 100 percent uh yeah. recovery for the first 30 days 30 of, days of the yeah. rebuild um yeah. but it's 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 wild when you think about uh, the lasting scar that will be on some oh, of man. these towns in the form of yeah. like, I, I, I'll never forget uh, being in Germany and going to uh, Kaiserslautern. Um, that was like the first stop, the first big town close to uh, Launchstuhl, which w- was where we were staying. And we had gone to all these other places, Heidelberg and all these places yeah. that had all this like super Historic old buildings stuff. and yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. And we're walking through uh, where they, they call it K town walking through K-Town and kind of like, okay, eventually we're going to walk through and we'll get to the historic stuff here in a little nope. bit. And it's not Doesn't there. Exist. And it's not there because yeah. of World War II, you yeah. know, and, and when the, the bombers came in, it obliterated that whole town. So yeah. everything that's there is new. It's all yeah. quote unquote new, you know, it's, it's from the forties and fifties up, you know, and that's it. Uh, and yeah. I just didn't realize that. And I was saying something that on our Uber to the, to the airport, uh, to a guy that was military and he was, you know, I was like, yeah, it was super weird. I was kind of bummed, you know, K town was close and it wasn't, it wasn't as cool to go to cause it just didn't have all the historic yeah. stuff. It was just kind of weird. And he was like, oh yeah, it's cause, uh, we, <laughs> we leveled it yeah. uh, in the war. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, holy yeah. crap. Like I just didn't think about that for a second. And you know, in the U S it's just different for us. We don't have Dude. thousand year old yeah. buildings. Our our country is new, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things. And so, like for cities like Mayfield and others too, know, it's not just that it's one, not just you know, Mayfield, yeah, but yeah. that's they the, got hit hard. Yeah. But, yeah, but these other towns that were completely demolished, like yeah, it it will get rebuilt. Yeah. That's what we do as humans. We adapt and we rebuild. But it won't be what it was. No, like well, it, it will, it will be this whole different thing, and, and people that live there will look at that forever, yeah, uh, until they yeah, die, and yeah. they'll look at it and go, "This, this isn't the place I yeah. grew up in." Yeah, because we were, we were talking about this the other day. I was talking with my dad because my my dad was born and raised here. Um, our family settled here from Belgium, like. 200 years ago so my dad saw downtown elizabethtown become what it is and talking about some of the buildings that aren't here anymore down there by the cat with what used to be the cafe across from the courthouse just different stuff and you see it evolve and as there's evolution you know you kind of adapt to that but some of the stuff is just kind of like mainstays you know right how, how old is this building we're in i mean this was built in 1800s 18 so yeah oh something yeah i mean we have a building the building next to us on the square has a cannonball in the side of the building which they put it there but it represents a cannonball that was shot from a cannon which is sitting on a hill in the cemetery right down the street you think about all of this and then just living in a town like this in your entire life and then waking up one day and realizing that it's it's all gone gone, none of that and i mean i'm not an overly nostalgic person but there's something that's that's hard to that's 
hard to resolve when something like that happens. Yeah. It's life changing yeah. any yeah. way you slice it. Well, Whether there's lo- loss of life or not, there's right. something. That it, it's part of who you are. So yeah. it yeah. would be it would be devastating. Yeah, uh, it would be. I my, I feel for yeah, it's everyone it's, that it's, that was hit. It's with wild. This. Yeah, and you know my uh, my family's from a little told a little town called Brandenburg that was hit by an F four. In 1974, people still talk about and that. people. My my town. I mean, that is part of the town. Like it is. I mean, there was 34 people that passed away in that yeah. accident or in that that tornado. And so, yeah, you know, this is yeah larger than that. And, and this, this this won't go away. It's this not like- is something that uh, is is going to be part of Kentucky history for forever. And so, yeah, we just we want to try to do our part and help in any way that we can. And, and, and like I said, having talked with people on the ground, having talked with, um, you know, local officials and schools, uh, you know, I, I'm on the board with Give270 to be completely transparent and, you know, talking with these folks and trying to figure out what the, the need is and how we can help right now. It, the, just cash and gift cards is the way to go. And so, yeah, we're going to get that website, uh, the page, our page on give270.org set up. And yeah, like Gabe said, 501c3, fully registered. Uh, any donation that you make is tax deductible at the end of the year, and we'll send you all of that um, documents to, to track that. And then, yeah, anything you can do to help out uh, will we'll go a long way to help out at this and, and crazy thing that happened so yeah just wild yeah so wild. all right we're gonna take a quick break and uh regroup and we're gonna come back and talk about some news this podcast is brought to you by nordvpn we recommend the service and we use nordvpn because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device whether you're using a chromebook an android device a mac an iphone or a windows device nordvpn is going to protect your browsing They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everyone. As promised, we're going to dig into some news now. Let's talk first about the Pixel Watch. It's not gone. No, it's, it's not definitely gone. not gone, um, and I it's think back. it's probably pretty close. Yeah, I hope I, so. I think. Yes. Um, be yeah. fun if they like teased it at uh, uh, CES, but I generally their CES. Uh, we we're not really we don't have any info that's embargoed or and not who embargoed knows yet. What CES is going to look like. This yeah, <laughs> um, we but we do we've actually got some meetings this year uh, with Google. Yeah, um, and that's the first time at CES we've had that. Yeah. I don't know that that's going to be specific to this show or if right. it's more general. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, we're not sure. Um, again, I, I'm not hiding anything because I don't have I don't have any actual info. But yeah. usually, it's assistant related stuff. Yeah, and so we don't really have any contacts or that's their, just like that's, eh, their, that's always is, their big push. This is what they're doing here, yeah. and that could be very well what they're doing again. Yeah. I, we don't know, um, but you know, there's a chance. Um, and. What happened this week? Because uh, I think we've talked already. I'm yeah, because sure Prosser, Prosser had Prosser the original out, leaks a couple. Yeah, you and know, then he he got the uh, press ago. renders. Um, and and during that, like he got the press renders and he showed those, and he had a chip on his shoulder, obviously, about this because like outlets like The Verge and stuff ran with a story from Business Insider. Yeah, said, we got something on the inside that says blah blah blah, and everything that they said he'd already said back in April. Right. Like, and I so and, so what is that? So if they did have a source that did that. Does yeah. the Verge should the Verge give him like credit? That's just on them. They do whatever they want. They should, right? Um, 
They should. But he a lot of times, that information first. But, you know, he craps on them and a yeah. lot of times in his videos, and so they yeah. probably it's feel mutual. It's yeah. They're just like, you know Two what? We're, when he reports this, we don't care. Um, and, you know, he's going to miss. He's a leaker guy. He's going to miss from time to time, and he every once in a while he does. Uh, but with Google stuff, he's been wildly accurate. Yeah, um, the phone. Like he called the, I want to say the 4A release date mm-hmm. to the day, the price, the 5A. He he knew everything about it. He knew he had Pixel 6 renders before anyone else did. Those were obviously accurate. And then along with those were the Pixel Watch renders. Well, then it went silent, and we were like, man, what's going on with the watch? Nothing was happening. And then... This this latest uh, quote unquote inside source, you know, oh it's a it's a round watch with no bezels and it's like you know he kind of made it clear in his latest video like, yeah, I've already I've, this has already been said, but what he did have are new press renders yeah. um, and what ties into what the the kind of story that happened this week with the watch is he had press renders and the Business Insider I think their story was the only one that said uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I think theirs was the one that initially said Fitbit integration. Like, right. now we have this. Like, we feel like we've, we've thought this going in. Like, they bought Fitbit. It would make sense, blah, blah, blah. But, like, this was a uh, a clear, like, yes, they're going to integrate Fitbit into the, the OS. And so he put out his press renders. There was no mention of Fitbit in that. But it was another just like, hey, this is these renders look the same as the watch he showed. It has these certain watch faces on it, whatever. But it's all this blah, blah, blah at a glance. Your map at a glance. Your yeah. life at a glance. Yep. At a glance. So it's like, okay, cool. This is all playing in. It all looks like it's lining up for the same thing. We got press renders, which means we're probably getting pretty close here. Uh, they look like something that would be in a commercial or something. Mm-hmm. And then this week, um, 9 to 5 Google came across via their APK Insights team. Um, they were looking into, oh, it was the uh, Android Studio Wear OS 3.0 emulator. So the the Wear OS emulator right now for most um, for most outlets uh, is the only way they're going to see Wear OS 3.0. So Fossil or Mobboy or anybody else that makes Wear OS watches, they it's not that they don't have access to Wear OS 3.0 that they don't have hardware out with it on it. The only the only hardware out with Wear OS 3.0 is Samsung. Um, they've got that custom. Samsung slash Tizen slash whatever thing going on. Strange. Uh, which is fine. Uh, but that's the only flavor of 3.0 we get right now. Um, ideally, what's probably going to happen is the Pixel Watch will launch and it will be the thing that brings 3.0 kind of to the masses. But it's going to be custom too because it seems like Fitbit's going to be on board because what 9to5 found is in that Android Studio <laughs> Wear OS 3.0 emulation stuff inside that is uh, there was like this little video that showed all these watch faces, which I put in my article, like, why are these in here? (laughs) Right. Like, at first I thought they grabbed all of them and like put them together in this compelling video. And I'm like, wow, good on y'all. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, No, that that little video was in the emulator. Strange. Maybe as a demo, like, hey, here's what you can do. I have no idea. Why would you put that in the emulator? I don't know. <laughs> but it was there. Yeah. They found it and they yeah. dug it out. Yeah. Uh, and it shows 10 watch faces mm-hmm. and they're pretty sweet looking. Uh, there's all kinds of different ones, but a lot of them line up with what we've seen on Prosser's leaks, which just further verifies the info that he's got, uh, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, but there is one specific hmm. watch face 
there's a couple of them technically if we want to talk about them, but there's one particular watch face that right in the center of it, boom, Fitbit logo right in the middle of it. And so this is a Pixel, you know, this isn't the Wear OS emulator. This isn't um, the Pixel watch emulator. Like this is in the Wear OS thing. So like this is deeply baked in. Um, so w there's no way to know if, you know, the, the Fitbit integration is like integrated fully. Um, if it's going to be a melding of Wear OS and Fitbit OS, or kind of like Samsung did, with right? Is it going to be a, like a custom deal, yeah. or is this going to be a? Uh, it's you install the Fitbit app, and maybe Wear OS has the ability, kind of like Android does, to take on some different things. Yeah. If you install the app, you get some widgets, sure. and all this. maybe that watch face comes with the Fitbit app, and. But some of the other faces, watch faces, if you notice, like the step count, mm -hmm. uh, the heartbeat, like some of the iconography that's in there looks exactly like what Fitbit yeah. uses. Now, they're, they're relatively generic, but they're exactly matches uh, to Fitbit's software. So I feel like it's going to be a deeper level integration. I hope it will be. Yeah, I mean, I they should really like do Wear OS with Fitbit. Yeah, the same way they do with the Pixel phones. You have feature drops for the Pixel phones, but you have some exclusive stuff too. Like this is, you're only going to get this with Pixel. Yeah, exactly. You're only going to get it with the Pixel Watch. Yes. Yeah, like the Pixel Watch, it's like, it's it's a Google thing. Yeah. So if you buy Google's watch, you get Fitbit integration. Right. Otherwise, if you want Fitbit and you don't have a Google watch, then you use the freestanding app. Or you buy a Sense. Or, yeah. I, and I don't know, like Fitbit still has not, up to this point, does not have an Android Wear app. Nope. So, yeah. I so, don't know that they will. I, I think Wear it, OS it is going to be Wear OS that's out on regular watches. Right. If you want all the Fitbit stuff, you go buy a Fitbit. If not, you get the Pixel watch, which has both. Right. I mean, they could. They could definitely do that because yeah. uh, if they leave it as a freestanding company yeah that would make sense yeah i don't know so it's it, it could play out a, a few different ways i part of me because i think fitbit stuff is so good and I, I want more people to experience it i hope they just bundle most of it up into an app absolutely and so you can use fitbit on your fossil watch if that's the watch you choose it's to just get part of the google fit app maybe or yeah something like, like i don't know there's a, there's whatever. a bunch of ways they could go about doing it they're clearly going to leave fitbit as their own company yeah like fitbit's not going anywhere and so if that's the case, leave Fitbit to do that, but build a really good integrated Wear OS app that on any Wear OS 3 watch gets this nice integration. Maybe the integration has a couple extra niceties on yeah. the Pixel watch, but ultimately I think it's good for Fitbit if you can bring that in. And and eventually Google Fit doesn't really need to be a thing anymore. Like, yeah. Hey, just get well, rid of, like Google Fit is Fitbit. Sure. Like that, it just replaces it basically. It makes me think of you know, the, um, you know, you've got the the kind of a couple specific things with uh, with the Pixel Buds, you know, that are just a couple little niceties. When you open it up, you get this different little loading screen right. that you don't get if you just pair your Wise Buds. Right. So I, I could see it just being a couple little things like that, and then maybe having some sort of integrated app. That would be so sweet. Yeah, we'll but see. I, I Honestly, that, I don't care because I'm going to yeah. get the Pixel Watch. Yeah. <laughs> I think for anybody, for anybody that wants that sort of stuff, just go get this watch. I wonder, has anybody said anything about pricing? No. Yeah. No. So, I mean, I, I mean, I think I paid two ninety nine for my Fossil Gen Five. I feel like the Business Insider article said something about just it wanting to compete with, um, like Apple Watch. Some of those Apple premium watch. Apple watches are expensive. Yeah, and I, I don't think because of their place in the market, I just, I don't know that you can come out of the gate with that. Because I, I mean, I even the Galaxy so. Watch isn't the Galaxy Watch two doesn't start at two ninety nine. Yeah, and I, I that would be my guess. I'm thinking it's two fifty, three fifty in that range probably. Uh, 
let me I'm I'm pulling up this article real fast to see. Because I just the, I'm sitting yeah, and thinking about it in all of the coverage from from John and everything else I've read. I haven't I haven't heard anything about pricing, which I'm with you. I, I'm right. just going to get it. Regardless. This is what they said. This is from the Business Insider again. This is the source. This is somebody saying something? But uh, uh, we'll serve as much of an example for consumer and hardware partners of what Google software is truly capable of. The device is expected to cost more than a Fitbit, which that's a broad statement. There are lots of Fitbits. Like more than a Fitbit Sense or yeah. more than just any uh, Fitbit charge? Because the more Sense than, is normally... The Sense is 300 yeah. to 320 or something like that. It's on like sale that. right I, now. I bought one it? for my wife for 200 bucks. Yeah. I was that's super pumped. Um, it's a great deal. And she, man, she uses her watch to the fullest extent, so... I'm excited. I saw to her post. Well, after the tornado, I saw yeah. her post about her sleep. She keeps it on. She tracks her sleep. She does all that stuff, and so uh, she's going to love that watch. Um, and I don't, I don't know that she would want all the stuff that a Pixel watch is going to do. Um, she might. I might get it. And she might like it, and I'll have to figure that out later. <laughs> <laughs> That's on me. Um, but it says the device is expected to cost more than a Fitbit, compete more directly with Apple Watch. Yeah. Yeah, so that doesn't tell us a ton. No, but I bet. Yeah, three to four hundred dollars. Yeah, it'd be my guess. And when you look right. at the renders and stuff, I could, woo, it's looking, so looking pretty. At, looking at the renders, I could see it being a four hundred dollar watch, three ninety nine. Yeah, so because it we'll it see. looks it looks great for anyone who hasn't seen it. Gosh, <laughs> it's just well, the links will be there. And yeah, you, go look you at just it, go go check God. it out. It look it, it is the if it looks like this in real life, which it should, like I we're, I, I think. Best looking smartwatch I've ever seen. Like it's beautiful. It's Hands down. some of the images make it look so so thin, but then some of the new ones, the actual press, like where they got the oh, screenshots. Once it gets around the bottom, it'll have a little. Bump. It's gonna be the same, like thickness wise. I bet it'll end up being hopefully maybe a little thinner than the Apple Watch, but the Apple Watch is already pretty darn thin. Yeah, I mean, for a watch. For I mean, a watch, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I wear at, these big yeah, chunky I'm looking watches. Your all's watches on your yeah. arms, like they're, yeah. they're gonna be within the, the exactly. realm of that. I just don't love, I was into the super minimal watches there for a wa- little while. Like I had that original grain watch that was like super yeah. duper thin. I don't dig that so much anymore. I like a little bit of, Heft. you know, yeah. Su- yep. Yeah, once you wear it. like an automatic or something like that, you kind of feel like you want your watch to feel. Like yeah, I this feel one sh- pushes it. It's a little, <laughs> I've gotten yeah. used to it obviously, but uh, what what's your what is it? Forty. It's a forty-one. Forty-one. So this is forty-two. 42 I don't know something like that. six, and that's yeah. about as big as I am. Yeah, like forty-four. Forty-four. Yeah. Size. I mean, come on. I mean, like, it that's looks gorgeous. So good. Pulled up some photos. But yeah, you thing. can. Ugh. If you remember, though, just some of John's very first photos, it made these it look are, like so paper these, thin. Like, these, these are these the are original. The, no, the, this uh, the one we we're just looking at. That's the that's from the original. Okay. Render. So, so maybe I just remembered it being a little thin, like that right there. That shows if that dial is basically dial. the thickness, like cool. That's yeah, perfect. it's probably going to be a couple millimeters for sure. But it basically like that one there. rounded bleeds off on the edge. All of the casing looks to be some sort of premium metal. There's a shining metal and then a matte finish metal, and the the circular love, display just kind of bleeds off of the yeah, edge. And that circular watch face they show or it's oh, a, oh, just with a dial. I love the I love the crown because that's. On my, on my uh, fossil, that's how I navigate a lot of times. Oh, I don't yeah. use the actual. Yeah, you're messing with the tiny little touch screen. Yeah, like there are certain gestures I do and things like whenever yep. I keep score on disc golf, like I tap it. But right. but generally, if I'm navigating around, I use the little dial a lot. 
And so I think Apple's nailed that. Like they mm-hmm. use the dial a lot for their navigation. So I love the single dial. The bands look amazing. Yeah, yeah from what they, all the stuff prior and um, even even the newest stuff, it, it's they're going to be proprietary bands. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you're yeah, not going to be able to slap. Sure. But I like that because that you're not putting weird lugs on the top and bottom of it in order to compensate yeah, for regular bands. Like yeah, it, so if it not, it would look. have to come out into exactly. a, a notch where the lug yep. goes in, just like my my fossil. You know, my fossil, the shape, if you take the bands off it, it looks like a normal watch. It has the lugs on the side. Right. It's fairly, like it's nice. It it does get pretty close to where it looks integrated like you would get with a, a band on a watch. But these are really interesting. That, yeah, if, if you're going to be limited. Sells, like, if you're it gonna sells be well, um, you know, Google will make sure and partner with lots of people to make... Bands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No different yeah. than you can go buy Apple Watch watch bands. from all over. Yeah, exactly. Because so it, it has to sell well. And this, yeah. to me, I think if it's priced relatively decently, like it doesn't have to be super affordable. Yeah. If it's decently priced, this will easily be the the highest selling Android uh, <laughs> Wear OS watch. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, far, because hopefully. a it'll get marketed. Which I mean, when's the last time you saw a, a smartwatch other than Samsung get marketed? And Samsung's always kind of carried that, like, yeah, but if you buy that, it <laughs> might kind of work with Android, but yeah, eh. the, the the Fossil... Whereas the f- this is like, this. you got Android, this will work for you. If yeah. you got Pixel, even better. The but. Fossil Gen 6 came out, and I was all stoked about it. Like, they sent some nice emails that have some cool marketing in it, but other than that, like, <laughs> you don't hear about that thing. They just don't market. They've, they've, they've uh, hit me with some social media ads, but other than that, like, this could be a, this could be a really... Big, big thing for Wear OS and maybe the thing, again, when we talk a lot about Pixelbook and some of these devices that Google has done over the years, they, they almost kind of create this, this, this lighthouse device. They create the thing that says, hey, everyone, this is what you can do. Hopefully this thing is that. It's, it's hey, this yeah. is what you can do with Wear OS. You know, it, this has been needed for a little oh, while yeah. with Wear OS. Yeah. And maybe, maybe from Google's perspective, Wear OS just hasn't been good enough to... And they were waiting on the Fitbit stuff, maybe. Yeah, like they just knew that they were out of their element and out of their depth. And yeah, because to me, it feels like for for the longest time, it was you know Wear OS was a mess, and then it got better. But then the hardware that you had didn't not the hardware, but the chips like Qualcomm's chips just weren't good enough. Well, Qualcomm that was the other problem. Their chips are getting there. They're still not great, but they're getting there. (laughs) Nothing like the. But I think Google. I'm hoping that what it is is Google took a step back and said we're not going to catch up with the smartwatch market by making these little tweaks to Wear OS and then having the hardware come along with us. We no. need a revamp thing that works really, really well, and then yeah. ma- then maybe Qualcomm will say, "Hey, yeah, let's dedicate some bandwidth to building yeah, some powerful I mean, Qualcomm, processors." Qualcomm has updated that. Yeah, the forty one hundred plus is yeah. good. It really is, but um, they've still got some. They've got some room if they well, want to catch like up with, with Apple. With the so the what's in the Gen five that I have? It was like the first one from Qualcomm. I don't know. I don't remember. Thirty-one hundred, maybe. I think. I don't know. Anywho, twenty-one hundred. Oh yeah, twenty-one was the first. It was. Um, it's fine. I mean, honestly, it lags every now and then. But that last update to Wear OS, where they introduced the tiles and all of Mm -hmm. that navigation, it's it's smooth. Yeah. So it's a little bit of both. Yeah, the newer Tick Watch with the forty-one hundred, and if the watchmakers will put a gig of RAM in them, it's butter. I mean, it really is. But now you're getting the better. I I haven't used. What has the forty-one hundred plus? I don't know what. Watch uses it, and that's perfect example of why Wear OS, Android smartwatches are in the state that they are. Like, who knows what's in what and what's fast enough for like? There's just been no marketing, no No. messaging whatsoever, and 
it does it, it brings up the the question of like i i feel like it would have leaked by now if tensor was going to be in this thing yeah if they yeah. would have figured that not, part out i not, just don't feel like that's not looking in the cards. likely for this um, one and so it's like what processor is it going to be cuz qualcomm has been the problem uh and it's not I, I shouldn't say qualcomm has been the problem the lack of anyone else in the in the conversation has been the problem yeah. right qualcomm's had very little reason to put any effort into making a good smartwatch chip Whereas we've talked about this, God, I feel like we beat the horse to death with this. But the new Mac we just got in has the M1 Pro Max, Max, Max best, Pro best, plus better, good, uh, Pro whatever. Max plus. <laughs> Niner. Yeah. But, but that vertical integration between software and hardware mm-hmm. and manufacturer, it, yep. it aligns things in such a way that it just gets better faster. It's and why the Apple Watch that's is That's why best. the Apple Watch is good. They make the silicon for the thing. And so... It just changes the formula, and no one has been able. Obviously, I mean, Fossil's not going to go make a chip for a smartwatch that they're nope. going to sell twelve of. Like that's that's just not a thing. And so everyone's been like, "Well, is somebody going to make it? Anybody? Well, anybody going to make a chip?" And Qualcomm's like, "I, I don't know. Here, take well, this. And then, and then we found t- this in the dumpster in the back. Do you want this one? Do and you then like on this? top of that, just from a like uh, a consumer standpoint, wanting to go buy a watch." The manufacturers seem to be a little all over the place because you've got you've got some of these like Tick Watch, some of these they did their Go whichever one that we yeah. gave away the SE or whatever. They have some entry level ones like that, and then you have a couple that are kind of in the middle, which is what like most people should probably go get yeah. if they want a good experience. You know, the Tick Watch Pro or the Fossil yeah, Gen C, Six or whatever. C two was really good if you want yeah. like a designer watch that doesn't suck. Right. You know, if you want all the bells and whistles, you got to go with you know like the Pro or yeah. whatever. But but then on top of that, you've got these like designer brands putting out these five thousand dollar smartwatches, and I'm like, it's just confusing, and no one knows what's going on. Yeah. And and as we are sitting here saying, well, I don't even know, like, what did Qualcomm came out with that new one? Yeah, because yeah, I guarantee you, there are five and six thousand dollar luxury smartwatches out there that the experience probably sucks. Oh, I guarantee it. And they're still going to sell, and that's fine. But it's like the chip in the the ecosystem yeah. needs to be better than that. Yeah, it just it's does. just strange. Yeah, so I'm, I'm real. That's what I'm probably most curious about right now with Pixel Watch. Like, what's inside it? What's going to be in there? Yeah. And, and hopefully, hopefully they've hopefully waited that this new long. One from Qualcomm, I think. I mean, I'm just I'm hopeful, hoping that they've waited this long. Like, make sure it's right. Yeah, like for sure. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's been really because if annoying. you make if you make the OS super clean and if um, there's enough RAM, like it's not like these watches are doing anything crazy. Like from no. a computational nope. standpoint, like it just needs to work. Right, it needs to be smooth. Yeah, yeah. good display, the right processor, and a gig of RAM, and yeah. you're pretty good. Yeah. Storage doesn't even really matter because most of your Wear really. OS apps don't take yeah. up that much space. I, I like having my music downloaded because I run without yeah, my phone. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what so my you need tick a watch has because I've never. You, but that's not a lot. Yeah. You need you need just a little bit. I don't. I I stopped doing it on my. Uh, uh, fossil because uh, the Play Store went away or whatever it was. Uh, Google Play Music. I'm sorry. Google Play Music went away and then YouTube Music doesn't have a Wear OS app. Yeah. So on my Wear OS phone, I have no way to listen to music. Yeah. Spotify is just a controller for the music you're listening to on your yep. phone. <laughs> so annoying. I'm like, this is so dumb. So yeah, I used to. I had a great situation. I had my Google Play Music songs, couple couple songs downloaded. I had my Bluetooth headphones paired uh, to my watch. You can there. There's an app now. There's a Wear OS. Sweet, right there. 
Is YouTube it YouTube music app? YouTube you can music. download music on your wearable. Perfect. OS. You need to try it. See I need what, to. See what happens. Well, my watch randomly shut off the other day, and I can't get it to turn back on. So that's perfect. <laughs> the ecosystem on, is alive and well. On Wednesday, whenever I was going to play disc golf, I put it on because it's going to. What I mainly use it for now because the GPS randomly stopped working. It perfect. did work on Monday. Good, good, good. Worked on Monday, and then These uh, are Tuesday, all Wednesday, <laughs> stopped working. These are all great things. And then. I get it off the charger to come into the office on Wednesday, and I was in there. Remember, I was like, oh, I need to make sure I've got the course downloaded or whatever. No, yeah. you don't have to download the course. Is what I was doing. Oh, I was downloading disk because I had reset the watch again because issues. And uh, I went to turn it on. I went to just tap the side button, my crown, and it uh, wouldn't turn on. And I put it on the charger, and it won't turn on. So pretty sweet. Um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the state of Wear OS. Hopefully, Google can come along with this Pixel Watch. And fix all of these problems, right? That's yeah, what they do, yeah. right? They 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 ship things that are perfect, right? Oh yeah, Google it does. Never has issues. Uh uh-uh, uh never. No. Uh, let's talk about Duo and Meet. A little news around this. There, I think Michael wrote about it. Did he write the? Yeah, article? this morning. Uh, and I originally reported, I think, from nine to five. Uh, so you had that one. Uh, but ultimately, um, it looks like things have uh, fallen through on the uh. Duo and meet like collaboration Merger, thing. I don't know what you would call it. Yeah, I'm trying to see here what he said. Yeah, I mean, it, and it was called uh, under wraps, like being called duet, which is kind of cool. Duo and meet. Yeah. Du from duo and et from meet. I thought they already had a duet though. Is there something else called no, the no, Lenovo no, Chromebook no. duet? No, I thought Google had. <laughs> some, no, I thought Chrome. No. Uh, <laughs> I thought Google had something called duet. What? Uh, so apparently, anyway, nine to five is just reporting that it was not successful. Um, and let's see, when asked about all this, Google states currently have no change in our plans to continue investing in our consumer users. Sweet. Like broad answer. Um, yeah. So, I mean, when you think about meet versus duo, um, I'm looking just to make sure I'm not missing any, any, any facts here. Uh, consumer business and not specify. Yeah. So they're being kind of vague, honestly, around uh, Duo. Uh, we know Google, though. They like to kill stuff off. Yeah. Um, and honestly, uh, let me let me be perfectly frank. Um, Meet is well-received. Um, it helped a lot of people through the early stages of the pandemic. It has become adopted by schools and professional, like I... We get in in meets all the time with companies that have nothing to do with Google or Chromebooks or Chrome OS or anything else, and their their choice is Meet uh, because they're probably Google Enterprise customers. Um, they use Workspace, and so boom, Meet's there. Meet has done an excellent job of continuing, like boom, here's this new thing, and yeah. look, we can do this now. And how about this? And you can do this on the web, and da da da, and and, and really evolving into um, more than just a, a side utility. Like it's just this in your face kind of man i can do all the stuff thing um and then the pandemic came along and made people realize that clicking a link to join a, a video call is just fine <laughs> like that's the way you need to go do it like this you don't whole have to like download anything do i have you in my contacts list and can i do i need your phone number and all this like i need to launch this weird microsoft did Teams, i have the app is there uh, an app for that for windows that <laughs> is there does mac have an app did I, you don't need any of those things. There's a small URL. You click it. You jump in the meeting. Um, and and Zoom did this uh, obviously. And so Zoom was a big part of that of 
whatever how whatever happened during the pandemic that caused everybody to be like, oh, Zoom is the thing now. Okay, got it. Let's hop on a Zoom call. Like All it, about timing. I mean, it just yeah, it just the the pieces fell into place. Zoom blew up, and the the best part of that for Google and for me was. It created this thing. It's no different probably than when, when cell phones first, well, probably phone phones first came out and people realized, hey, or email. Email's probably a better solution. Email comes out and something eventually tipped the, the, the scales in email's favor where people were like, oh, I don't, I don't have to put this thing in this envelope and stick a stamp and put it in the mail. Like, I can just, yeah, yeah, that is better. I'm going to do that. And the next thing you know, it's like, Hey, instead of that fax or that thing you're going to send me in the mail, can you just send it an email? Oh, yeah, I didn't think about it. Okay, yeah. And next thing you know, everybody's emailing. Remember whenever I had to fax something, whenever I first started working with HTC and we were setting up all of our uh, yeah, IRA like, stuff? What? I was like, I have to fax this to you all? Are you, like, you're? this is real? Yep. And remember Jack was like, this is a colleague that actually uh, started the co-working space that we st- still work in. Uh, he founded it. He was like, oh, there, he was always like, at that time... Not anymore. At no. that time, he was the super tech. We've talked about him on here. Jack yeah. Daniel Taylor. He just the, has a great he's, name. He's the reason I uh, started Chrome Unboxed. Yeah. Yeah. Just a cool dude. And he was like, there's a website. I'll send you a link. And there was this website that you could literally. Email it and it'll fax it for <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. Yep. And turns out downstairs had a fax machine, so I used it. But it was so stupid. <laughs> it was but so dumb. You got to think, at some point, that transition had to have happened. Yeah. I remember working at a place not that long ago. Well, we worked at Dr. Miller's. I mean, we fax stuff all the time, mm-hmm. you know, wow. and, and it's not that we're not that far removed from that transition happening. And a similar thing, I think, happened with video calls. And so it was always this play of, um, ooh, while I'm thinking about it, I just at least want to mention it. I watched what amounted to be a documentary, 30 minutes from The Verge. Uh, it was Dieter. Um, about Springboard. I don't, you probably don't remember Springboard. Yeah, I don't. Um, they were the, the original founders of Palm that left Palm and, and created Springboard. I and saw they, some of their the, social the stuff The Springboard about it. visor yeah. mm-hmm. with the... Amazing. Wow. It was amazing. Like, I'm was like, it on YouTube? Yeah. And nice. I'm like, I I aspire one day for us to make this type of content yeah. Yeah, about Chromebooks. About is, it on, Chromebooks yeah. came through. is it on YouTube or is it in it's their YouTube. Verge app now? Because they have a... No, it, was on, okay. it just ha- popped yeah. up on YouTube and yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to check this out. And then I was about 10 minutes into it and realized it was a 30-minute documentary. And I was like, I'm yeah, here, that I'm was here the, for it. Yeah, that was the thing they launched like last month or something. They it was uh, Where they're doing documentary yeah, stuff? Yeah. So of course. Cool. I mean, just... Well, well, some of the stuff it from looked like like they could have put commercial breaks in this and this yeah. just be on television. Yeah. Like well, this like was the Vox videos have always amazing. been like that. Yeah. Even the even the short Vox videos that are on their yeah. YouTube are like that. Oh, they're they're brilliant. Well, this, they, they're making they're making Netflix shows now. Like oh, some of was, my favorite shows on Netflix are from them. Yeah, from this Vox. was fascinating. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was fascinating to watch this, yeah. and it made me think of like kind of what we're talking about here. Like the, it was like being able to look back and see these evolutionary things that happen uh, in tech is is so cool. Um, and, and I feel like 2020 was an inflection point for that video calling. Like people, we had all these different ways to do it. Um, Apple think, I think Apple thought they'd kind of cornered it with FaceTime. Like they like, uh, this is how we're going to make it. But this is a perfect example where a closed ecosystem becomes a real problem when it's actually a humanitarian thing that's going on. When it's not just about your convenience, when it's now like, Oh, we're in the middle of something here. This that little answer where you can only talk to certain people isn't an answer. Yeah, anymore. all you green bubble, blue bubble people. I mean, <laughs> I, honestly, in in the midst of something happening where yeah. 
instant messaging became something that we it wasn't just a thing we did it's something we rely on yeah this I is message, how we communicate i message would either be forced to adopt rcs or it would fall apart like and that's what happened with facetime like people realize this doesn't work like i can't there's too many other people other than apple users out there this isn't going to work anymore yeah. don't get me wrong it is facetime super great. duper Apple, awesome to, Apple to Apple, yeah. it's great, but it's the closed ecosystem nature of it. And you see, like, they've had to come around and be like, oh, uh, here's, you can go there via URL. And if you're on an Android device, you can mm-hmm. click the URL and you yeah. can still take these calls. Yeah. They had to yeah, because of, course, yeah. of the necessity. And so all of that necessity led to Meet. Uh, I, I don't know that Google was ready to really invest this much into Meet, and, but they shifted gears really quick. And they did it well, and that yeah, that's the really cool thing about because and, and one of one of our biggest articles ever, <laughs> Zoom is a dumpster fire. Which credit to Zoom, they jumped into that space like kind of blindly. That, yeah, they were I not mean, ready for yeah, that. They, no way. They were they were trying to fill a void that was created, and they did, but it came with a lot of headaches. But they they pushed through it, and they handled it very professionally. And they have a great platform. We we've, we've had I had, we had a Zoom meeting earlier this week. It's great, but it it afforded Google the opportunity who already lives heavily in the education space and growing in the uh, uh, enterprise sector to sit back and learn from the past year and a half and <laughs> oh, say, let's not do that. Yeah. Well, let's not do that. Let's say what, what are people, people that are now forced to this ecosystem? What are the things they need? What are the things they want? And they have slowly taken their platform that already existed and curated it into this thing that just works even better than it already did. Cause it wasn't bad oh, in the first yeah, place. No, but it's, it's so feature rich. Oh yeah. And simple. Like there's just no boundaries really to it because it's, it's web-based and it, it meat to me is like this perfect, picture of why web-based non-walled ecosystems are the future like hey, this we've is been telling why. you all right <laughs> it's a perfect like look at it yeah look at all the stuff you like about it all of that is why web-based technology is awesome democratic could, accessible you could you could say that chrome you know as a browser as a as an entryway to the web is being unboxed and you have, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you can say that. That's why Just, you, you stay over there and that's real weird. And say that. That's why real you. Bad. That's why you called it Chrome Unbox, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <clears throat> that had nothing it was, to do with us unboxing Chromebooks. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> At least I didn't Man. call it Chromebook Unboxed. You fell into <laughs> that. Yeah. Hey, you fell into that name though. Man, I did. ChromeUnbox.com. it's got to work out where you just fall ass backwards into stuff. Yeah. That's yep. just the way it has to work. Hey, shout out to Skills with Phil though. Oh yeah. So I was uh, on a mountain biking trip down in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, at a bike park called Wind Rock. Arguably, some of the best mountain biking in the country. Uh, they have built. It was started by a professional downhill mountain biker. Anywho, awesome place. I just had an incredible time there. And we're getting on the lift to go up because they shuttle you up on this lift thing. It doesn't have ski access lift, but it's like a you know they have a shuttle with a big truck and everything. Yeah. And I sit down, and across from me is Phil, this guy that runs a YouTube channel called Skills with Phil that I've followed for literally five years. Right. And I'm like, dude, what's up? Like, love your channel. And, like, we just had this really cool conversation, and he was like, so, what do you know, what do you... We were talking about YouTube, and I guess he kind of got the sense that we made YouTube videos. So I was like, yeah, Chrome Unbox is what we do, and we talk about Chromebooks. And he was like, so you all make videos just about Chromebooks? And I was like, yep. And he was like, that's amazing. He ended up including that conversation in his video that he oh, put yeah. out about Windrock. 
He did call us Chromebook Unboxed, but <laughs> hey, hey, you know, it's in the vicinity. If you type it into Google or if you type it into YouTube, you still get to Chrome Unboxed. So there you go. But yeah, that shout out to if you're, a, if you're a mountain bike, um, if you're into mountain biking oh, yeah. at all, check out Skills with Phil. He used to do a ton of tutorial stuff, but as YouTube has changed its algorithm and it's favoring long form video, he's gotten to these, uh, he's gotten to these videos now where it's uh, kind of ride along. He's doing GoPro footage of, of, um, Bike parks and stuff. What are you all looking at? I'm, I'm just I'm checking here. now. I, I typed just, Chrome, just Chromebook unboxed. A little quality after, control check on after, our SEO. And yeah, it's after the ads, the three mm-hmm, ads yeah. up top, we're num- numero uno with Perfect. a really top nice, rich. As always. With a very nice, rich thing that shows uh, seven of our categories. Love it. Three of our that. videos. We and are then, indexed. And then, and then our YouTube channel is the next entry. Perfect. Well, there so, you go. Yes. And then our Twitter. And then our Patreon. That'll be our note. We, who's who's uh, who is uh, yeah, we own, we own work. Who, let's whose go. slogan is that? We own work. We own work. Is that up? Who is that? Yeah, Google it. I've never heard of that. You're, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll say what my kids say. Let me search. I don't that even up. internet. Yeah. Here, let me Google. <laughs> I don't even. I closed internet. my Chromebook because it kept falling asleep. So Canary, Ford, Ford trucks. There you there go. You go. We, we own, own we own Chrome. Yeah. We probably there can't we get away with that, but probably we not. own Chrome. Google's like, look, we've been real lenient with this whole thing. But no, you can't, you can't say that. You're gonna need to stop you right there. We've all been friendly here, but uh, look, yeah, they have given us. You're an their, ant. They've okay. given us their good graces up until this point. We don't want to mess that up. Now we know. If anybody from Mountain View, about. anybody from Mountain View is, is listening. Thank you, thank you very we much. We walk in. There's a guy behind us. He closes the door. Right. You just hear it lock Sit quietly, down. and like, oh no. Brutus is by the, the end, door. boys. <laughs> and then they're Pete, like, then Peter, they're like, then if they're you're like, uh, listening, gonna... uh, please don't do that. We're like, yeah. Hi, soon, Dar. What are hey, you doing we, here? We, um, that was that's my my B hack, by the way. We talk about it enough. We give them enough good good oh, yeah. press. I don't yeah. think they would do no. that. But after watching that uh, that that video with Dieter last night, and I was like, I want to make something about Chromebooks. And you know what? If I'm going to talk to the people that. We're in the early stages in that development. Sundar yeah. is in the middle yeah, of that. Yeah, I love so. Marquez's interview Deuter, with Sundar. Well, I'm that's like, what I was I saying. Dieter's interview with Sundar, they talked that. about so I'm like, that. So that means, you know, we, we've said that before, but I'm like, there's our, that's the reason. Like, yep. we need we need to sit down and have yeah. an interview with you so that we can, you know, get yeah. you on for this documentary we're making. Did, so. they have a, <laughs> did they have a sponsor for that video? Was it presented by anyone? Because a lot of times they'll do those bigger videos like that. They they did a couple with Cadillac last year. I don't recall that, and it didn't have any mid roll. They do these, like, but I have YouTube these, Premium, like, so I don't. Oh yeah, it could have showed just some mid roll. They ads. do those. Uh, they do those really cool like integrated ads, mm-hmm. which I love. Like if you're going to advertise, at least do it in a super cool way. Yeah, I don't think there was anything. That's dope. I don't, if re- not, I don't that's recall amazing. it. Yeah. I mean, it was just a great hey, well, piece of content. We've had some discussions internally between us partners about some moves next year, and maybe one of those moves could help us to do stuff something, something like, like that. that. You know, we start because I've always said, like, yeah, the origin of Chrome, Chromebooks. Yeah, um, and then you we know, do a what, whole another one about what made Chrome. It, what made it so compelling was that he had sit down interviews with all three of the yeah. founders of Handspring. Yeah, um, yeah, and and. It, yeah. You think about a min- mini really documentary good. with just some dramatic music and then just some, you know, some uh, stock footage of Sundar on stage presenting. Yeah, that. man, it gives me chills just thinking about it. Yeah, like, oh. let's make it happen. Joe, get to work. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Make some we phone need, calls. We'll we figure some, out the interview. Just start editing. <laughs> we need some help. Um, cool. There's meat. 
What were I'm we talking sorry, about? I was, I'm uh, sorry, I had a burp. So I was <laughs> like, uh, what are we doing? Uh, uh, where, where are we? But that is the cool thing about podcasting. Like, we've gotten comfortable enough. Like, you do sometimes forget that Just this like, is... Oh, okay. yeah. We're going to put um, this on the internet. Yeah, Crap. this is on the um, internet. Do we want to talk... All right. Do we want to talk camera tricks or play games? We can maybe fit in both if you want. Hot take. Sorry, I just uh, realized this yeah. has been on the, the Chromecast forever. I've seen it a million times. It's I just mural. realized that it is it's Marvel and DC. Yep. Yeah. I did not notice that. Little Spider Man and I'm some guessing Superman. the artist's name is Solo. Probably. I guess. So you or got, you got an area Mr. of Freeze town that's referred to as Solo or over there. Yeah, multiple know. multiple uh, Supermans and they spell out Solo on their chest yeah. and they're yeah. Solo. It's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Hot take. Camera <laughs> tricks. Um, you want to do hot take? Camera tricks, yeah, like the follow me, the presence detection. Yeah, I don't know if I can do a hot take on that. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's. Do we know how far along it is? I mean, it's no, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so because it's uh, still not. It's merged, right? <laughs> uh, Sorry, I moved out of Canaries. Yeah, I'm trying that. to think what we can say and what we can't. Um, eh. So yeah, there, there are camera tricks. The the follow me thing. I wrote about this. Yeah, that just might talk be about it in general. Yeah, yeah um, it that was just that Chromebooks are going to gain the ability in video calls uh, to use wide-angle cameras. So that's probably going to only include certain ones, right? Or um, webcams, maybe. Hopefully, the way that yeah. um, the Nest Hub Max does. Right. So, so it'll fr- it'll fr- frame your face and follow. So it's just keeping focus on you, right? right is what right. it's doing. So you can yeah. kind of move around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. and that's uh, our hot take because we can't talk about anything. Yeah, <laughs> because there's there's a there's a Chromebook we know that's coming that is going to do this specific thing, so I, we can't say anything else about it. But um, that that's going to be really cool. I don't know if it's going to come to all Chromebooks or just certain ones because yeah. I'm sure the the front facing camera is going to have to be high enough, like a 720p oh, yeah. webcam. Not going to work. Not going to work because you have to crop in. You have to digitally crop this stuff in. So, uh, but yeah, you're going to have the ability on certain Chromebooks probably. Uh, to basically be in a call, and if you were to move side to side, like yeah, it can, gonna, it can yeah. follow you. If you stand up, or you're Just taking it at a awesome, yeah. So that's a cool trick uh, that will be great for Google Meet. Um, and then uh, the presence detection stuff. Um, I think uh, did Michael? Michael ended up writing that, I believe, the first one. Or did you, yeah, he you wrote, wrote the first one. Uh, so and then you were looking at the commit the other yeah, day. You so, and I were so looking at the commit, and then the flag showed up in Canary. So it, it's it's there to some degree. It does not work at all, but it's it's a combination of privacy stuff. So uh, what it initially was was the the initial report was just like snoop detection. Somebody standing over your shoulder. It's going to lock your screen or dim your screen or whatever. Um, then when the, when it showed up in Canary, it actually is giving you the options. You can have, you can dim the screen or it can give you like a little alert that's in the form of an eyeball to let you know that somebody's standing over your shoulder. But the cool, I want to say cooler. I think it's cooler. I think Robbie thinks it's cooler too, is you get up and walk away. It's detecting that you're walking away. So it locks your screen automatically. Yep. So instead of having, having to lock it or hit your, hit your keyboard shortcut or whatever, it sees, Oh, he got up, lock screen. Yeah, and, and then when you walk back up, hopefully, yeah, it'll just wait. It the sounds back silly, up. but if you're someone who works in a busy office space and you're up and down and up and down and up and down, it's uh, it, it's just a, it's a quality of life thing yeah, that will totally. increase and, your workflow I and mean, security. Like, yeah. I know there's tons of people that just don't lock their device and they walk away, or uh, you jump up and you just forget. You yeah, know, like I mean, you just oh crap, let me go grab that, and and hopefully people wouldn't do that kind of stuff, but there are people who will um, that are going to snoop into your things, uh, mess with you. I mean, there's people all the time like, ha ha ha, you left your computer unlocked. So I posted something stupid on Facebook. 
but that's that's a funny version of something that could be pretty nefarious. Right, and and it, it's I'm always send myself secu- some yeah, PayPal money yeah. Security's quick. always been important, but in the last two years, where we have so leaned into the digital world, it's. Re- I mean, well, I had a checking account opened in my account in my name the other day at a bank that doesn't even have a branch. My in the fault. State my that we fault. Was that not funny? No, no, not, <laughs> not funny at all. So someone has my social security number and all yeah. that, my email yeah. address, but. Um, you know, Robbie and I both have had our debit cards yanked yeah. multiple oh, yeah. times in the last couple of years, and it's just, and and we work in an office where we all trust each other not to mess with each other's yeah. stuff, and yeah. um, it's uh, we just live. Unfortunately, yeah. we live in that kind of world. Well, so. and, and yeah, I mean, I think as as folks do start to maybe at some point start to go back to the office, it's it's definitely. It's definitely useful there, uh, but then at home too. I mean, you know, if you're yeah, I mean, even if you have kids that don't really realize that they shouldn't be messing with stuff, right? Yeah. If you're in the middle of a big, huge spreadsheet, and you jumped that you up to go grab yeah. a sandwich real quick, right. and you're, you know, three year olds like, oh, look at this, blah 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 blah, exactly. And then who knows what? And and then they just and sent it's like they I, sent a silly email to your boss or something right. by accident. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like my son the other day, he was playing with one of the phones that was at the house, didn't have a SIM card in it, and not thinking he's trying to unlock it because he didn't know how to unlock it he dialed 911 because i wasn't thinking you can still dial 911 without a sim yep. card and i'm like you know that stuff just happens yeah you know? yeah, yeah totally yeah. so anything that yeah. kind of prevent that stuff is is cool yeah uh, and it's just some cool tech that chromebooks are getting which i like yeah 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 for sure so let's talk about because we we wanted to talk about this last week we ended up not getting to it so let's let's at least talk about it today play games coming to pc yeah, so this is at the Game Awards, um, which, um, you know, like, uh, the three of us aren't big gamers, but Michael was really tuned into this. Um, and one of the big pieces that came out of that is that Google made a very clear statement, like, we're bringing play games, not like a portal to play games, or not like, hey, sign in and you can log your, track your stuff with play. Like, we're bringing play games, app delivery to Windows. Uh, and the whole Android on Windows is... They've been talking about it. It's not technically out yet, but they've been saying that's going to work. And when it does, it's going to work through uh, Amazon's App Store. Um, and that's, quote-unquote, been in the works for a little bit. But, like, this was this is not Windows doing this. It's not Microsoft doing this. It's not through Amazon. This is Play Games. Yeah, my understanding, this is going to be a Windows-executable application yep. of Play Games. Yeah, so. and so... While that at first you're like, yeah, well, okay, so I can download and install Android games on a Windows device, okay, whatever. The implications for this, I think, are are much larger than that. In that, um, you know, we we've written many times and 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 asked many times and hoped many times that these Android games that are that are really good. There's there's just some really great Android games out there, like. Why can't they just integrate, you know, controller support and keyboard mouse support on some of these and blah, 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 you know, or, you know, what if, what if somebody thought like, Hey, there's millions of Chromebook users already. I can make a game that I'm targeting them. Like I'm not, it's It's not made for for a phone first. It's made for a a big screen first. Yep. And while Chromebooks are getting to the point, it's like, maybe we'll, we'll crest that hill where there's enough, uh, uh, enough of a user base to make developers think that way. I just we're not there yet. We're still not there. Like we're getting there, but and we're not, not there. It's not like a full fledged Stadia game. It's right. It's still an kind Android, of a, like yeah, I'm going to install Android this game. right here. Right. Um, and there's I bet you if we look, there's probably a, a couple out there. Maybe I think Roblox is probably one of the bigger titles that mm-hmm. that takes it seriously. It's not that you can't play Roblox on on your phone or that it's not meant for your phone first. It's not fun. But they really consider it like, hey, we're 
there, there's the full integration of controller. There's full integration of mouse and keyboard. You can do the whole Roblox thing on your Chromebook when you install it. Like they've taken it seriously, but they are in the minority, the yeah. vast minority. What this could change is you, whether you like Windows or not, you can't argue with the user base. It's huge. It is huge. And even though they're losing a little bit of ground to Mac and Chrome OS, it's still massive. I mean, oh, yeah. they own the PC space. And so, you know, you all of a sudden, Google goes, open the door, and here's, here's a these? flood of millions and millions of people yeah. that have Windows devices that all of a sudden are part of your audience now. And so yeah. now as an Android developer, when you're going, huh, yeah, there are tens, twenties, hundreds of millions of Android users and phones. I get that. There's also now, I don't know how many multiple millions. I mean, I'd, I'd assume PC is in the hundreds of millions, probably. If not billion, I mean, you know, I, it, It's a huge swath of, of users. It all of a sudden levels that playing field, I think, a lot yeah. for developers to not just go... Eh, it works on the phone. It's fine. Right now, it's like, oh, you don't have you don't have laptop support. You're shooting you don't yourself have, in the foot. Yeah, you fix it now. And yeah. and it's not like Google hasn't given them the tools to do so. That's the other part of this. Like to make things work on a big screen, and Android L will probably help that. And I think maybe this games thing might be part of Android L as probably, well. Like yeah. it's this focus on larger screens for Android and. All of that, all of it, even if none of it, Android L obviously is aimed at Chromebooks, uh, but even if it wasn't, even if even if there wasn't a specific like, oh, this is also going to be great for Chromebooks, Android L, uh, uh, Google uh, Play games on, on uh, Windows, all of those things are only going to make using a Chromebook better. Uh, because it's, it's about getting things better on different sizes. Right, it's, it's the same. It's, it's the same. developer concept. It's the Microsoft thing. Edge effect. I mean, it, people went nuts when Microsoft shifted over to Chromium-based build instead of whatever they were using before. It has benefited both camps. Yeah, of yeah. course, uh, exponentially. There are things that we can directly look at Chrome and say, if it were not for Microsoft, this would not be a thing. Right. Yeah. It's been and it's been versa. beneficial. Yep. Yeah. And it. it it's the reason why these things work so well. And it goes back to what we were saying about closed gardens. Like is gaming a necessity right now? No, it's not, but it still is true that when some of those barriers come down and these groups of people that develop stuff, like we want to see Google is at war with Microsoft and Microsoft's at war with Apple. The truth of it is behind the scenes. Yeah. They're business people and they want to sell their stuff. But the people that are writing and building the stuff for them probably really enjoy being able to. Oh, I didn't. How'd you do that? Yeah. Oh, that's Absolutely. really neat. No, I can. Do, that's why open source stuff's so awesome. Um, you know, when you take the money out of it, open source is by far the best way to develop anything. Um, because more people means more ideas means better things, better products. And so, uh, not that that's what this is, but it kind of. I mean, obviously, it's. Google saying, it's okay, we'll get the Play Store on Windows, we're going to make this work. And I know you guys are trying to do your little side thing, a little side hustle with the, the Amazon App Store and whatever. Good luck with that. But for games, we got it, we'll, we'll do this. And I, I just think it's going to be it's, it's going to be good all around. Yeah. It's going to be good for Chromebooks, it's going to be good for, I mean, Windows users. And it's like, hey, these are these are affordable games for people to play. Like, this is a win for Windows too. Yeah. Like, oh, totally. Hey, play your Play Store games here. It's just, and it's a win for the Play Store and like... This is going to be great. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of people that have Windows uh, 
laptops or a desktop that have an Android phone. Yeah, lots. Absolutely. Yeah. And and there's a, there's a bunch of people that that don't want to go buy AAA games and don't want to buy a gaming PC. Well, guess what? As long as Google, I'm assuming they're using the their their container technology or they're using um, what is it like the, the Linux thing that works on Windows? I can't think what it's called. Like Linux environment something. Yeah, it's a it's almost like a runtime type thing that that, that just works behind the scenes. I'm assuming it's going to be something similar to that where. The infrastructure's it's a, it's there. It's like a Linux shell. Yeah, like I don't. That. I don't remember how they how exactly they do it, but you know, Google knows how to deal with containers. Obviously, now uh, it won't be perfect when it rolls out. Uh, I'll be real mad if it is. To be honest with you. Yeah. If it rolls out and it's perfect, it'll be like, can you fix Android yeah. on Chromebooks? Can we just make <laughs> it perfect first, please? Spend a little bit more time over I here. I wouldn't be shocked if that happens, I know, though, because like for a long time, Gboard was better on iPhone than it was on Android. It, that's not the case anymore, but. For a long time, like Google services were better on iPhone than they were on Android yeah. uh, across the board. So uh, I, th- I think if Google's doing this, they realize the potential and they're probably going to pour a lot of resources into it. And again, the stuff they figure out about making Android an ARM-based thing run really well on, because it's going to have to work on Intel because right. there's like three <clears throat> ARM-based Windows devices. Uh, the stuff that they figure out probably through this process is only going to help make this run better on Chromebooks. You know, it's going to make 12L be better on Chromebooks. And again, it all just helps everything else out. So yeah, that's another documentary we'll do. We'll yeah. do some documentary about open source. Oh yeah. Explain open source. Just and why call it open source. I love open it. sourced. Yeah. yeah. So we'll call it. And then we'll, uh, we could do a documentary about the web and the, the growth of the web. Like, cause that was this watching this Dieter, one last Dieter night. has that one. Uh, I don't know if they ever did a video with it, but like explaining. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is open web. Yeah. An incredible. Yeah. They piece. should do that. Yeah. Uh, and those are, those are, those are very thought provoking and they're, they would be difficult to do, but it'd be really cool. Cause I was like, it's a, a research time. paper. Yeah. Like <laughs> even just to write the script for uh, yeah. something like that, you oh, really yeah. got to cover oh, your you, bases. You're whiteboarding that. Like yeah. that is a full blown production. Yeah. Which, you know, Hey, I would love to do that one day. But all right, folks, that's it. There you have it. There's there's some information. There's some news in addition to our other start to the podcast. But I do want to remind you, if if you're able, if you're in a position to help out, go check the link in the in the show notes. We'll just we'll link it everywhere. Check Robbie's article about the tornado relief. Anything you can uh, do to help out there would be much appreciated. But all right, folks, that's it for today. We appreciate you all tuning in and listening, and we'll catch you next week. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.